from the Kramer Basketball Headquarters in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. You are listening to the Coach's Edge Podcast, powered by Coach. Here is your host, Steve Kramer. Welcome to the Coach's Edge Podcast. And on the podcast, we often talk about teaching, sharing, and learning the game. And if you've been listening for a minute or so, you know that I've been on a kick with Zoom action and different ways that we could get into Zoom action. And from there, thinking even more of what are the other types of three-player actions that would be really effective for teams to add to you know their game. So uh, basic terminology, Zoom action, off-ball screen into a handoff. It's a three-player action. Right. And there's a ton of different variations. And so digging into that alone, I was like, okay, well, we can make this out of bounds play. We can make this as a wing top of the key wing action. We could run this uh, on a side action. You could run some of this tighter around the high post area. Uh, You could run it on both sides at once for five out offense. All these different variations with zoom, right? Pistol is very similar. Pistol action. That's DHO into the ball screen. So that's a, a great action as well. And there's different variations for that. And then I want to give a shout out to somebody on Twitter who really got me, you know, taking even more of a deep dive into this, sharing some stuff that the Nuggets were doing, which is Eric Fawcett. And, you know, he does some basketball stuff online and giving players the dribble handoff option just opens the game up. And if you think about most basketball actions, like really, really good ones, they're usually three players or less, right? Yes, some type of off-ball action combined with where the basketball is. Combined to be a three-player action. Really, most actions in the game of basketball do not really extend beyond three players. Now, it doesn't mean five players wouldn't be doing something at the exact same time, or you could bring in multiple screeners. You get the idea. All right. So single player action, that could be isolation. One player really doing a lot of work, bringing it down in, in transition. Usually that's your tough shot maker. You have your two player actions, right? It could be just an individual dribble handoff. It could be a ball screen. It could be um, guard post on, a, you know, siding it out and putting three on the other side. And I'm sure I'm missing uh, some other good ones, but those are two player actions, Right. And once we get into three, it can be very, very difficult to, to stop if our players have a good understanding of one another and reading the defense. So in this short episode, I wanted to share with you some other things to keep in mind that you might want to add to your offense that are three-player actions and have a dribble handoff. Because, again, I've been on a zoom action kick, which leads to learn more about pistol action. And what are some other things that are kind of along those same lines in that same family, so to speak, as far as three player actions. So I'll probably make a, a bunch of actions and put it right into our coaches edge.coach membership, because I think that'll be very beneficial to see. Um, I don't know about you, but we all learn differently, right? So some people learn a lot from doing some from 
it could be you watch a, a game film clip and you're like, boom, I got it. It's imprinted in, in my brain. I really like the convenience of just having something down on paper though. Like I learned from doing and being in it. Next best way for me to learn is to see it done. Um, but as far as it, the convenience and not having to memorize everything and be able to easily look back on something later, just give me a, a fast draw printout or PDF. And it just has a bunch of actions down on it. Like that's honestly the, probably the easiest way to be able to take some of this information. So I'll put that one up on our coachesedge.coach membership. But here's some ones that uh, I were looking at that the Nuggets run. A flare to a DHO. A lot of these are with Jokic, right? Um, this is the best player in the world. The best player in the world. There's really no debate about it at this point. But being able to run a flare screen to a dribble handoff. Really, really good. Really, really good action. Okay. Um, that flare is super effective because when you're running a flare screen, depend on the player that is guarding the screener, somebody is downhill, right? They're, they're, they're protecting the basket. If it's a shooter who's using that flare, okay, then that player guarding the flare is very, very tight. So that becomes extremely effective there. Then you have the player with the basketball. They're the one handing the ball off. So if I set a flare for you and you come off that screen, now I follow it and get a dribble handoff from the person with the ball. They could be at the high post. They could be at the top of the key. That's a great action to have. I set the flare screen and then I come off the DHO. Very effective. Another one, back screen to dribble handoff. So that's very much um, similar to your Zoom, again, but it's being able to come up. This could be really good if I'm on the block and you're at the high post and I set that screen for you as a back screen. I come up and I set that back screen for you, all right? From there, now I'm coming off the dribble handoff. Super, super effective because of the defense, whether they're switching or whether they're in a help situation, that dribble handoff is going to be open, okay? A lot of times when we get into these three-player actions, there's miscommunication. And that's the, one of the reasons why I love the three-player action so much is because there's more opportunities for the defense to make a mistake, all right? A couple more as we finish out this podcast, backside dribble handoff. Okay. A backside dribble handoff. So if you're thinking about what that, that might look like, well, here we go. With an empty side get, which could also be your dribble, which also could be a handoff. Let's say you have a player who's at the wing and then you play have a player at the high post and then you have the basketball up top and you run the wing through the screen at the high post going across like an Iverson cut. That's getting them out to the other side. And then after the screener has set that screen, very similar like an Iverson cut going across that, that lane line, they pop out to the wing area. Ball handler hits them with a pass, and then you go get it. I like to call it throw and go, right? You throw it to them, 
you go get the basketball back. And a lot of times if you do that, you means you've cleared that side. You set screen to get one player out. You already had two on the other side. And then you run your hand off or your get, which is more like a pitch off of that. That's a really good one to do as well. Our next one would be a ram action. Now, a ram action, put simply, is an off-ball screen for the ball screener, right? So if we think about it now, adding a dribble handoff to it, let's say Jokic is your big and you're setting a down screen for him at the block and he's coming up to the top of the key. Well, instead of him setting a ball screen for me at that point, you throw it to him and then you come off of that get or handoff. That's another great three-player action. Could be a switch involved in there before the big is even coming up to set that screen, or in this case, you're passing the basketball to them, and then you're going to get it. Really effective three-player action right there. A lot of times, just if you if you have more of a simple offense, think about what's the action you want to finish with. How can you create some more confusion by putting an action prior to setting that that finishing type action or decision-making action where you're going to get to a position to really score the basketball, right? That initial screen for Jokic in this example, if he's getting a screen at the block and popping up, throwing the basketball to him, probably not going to score off that. But it's the combination of setting a down screen for him. He pops up. Is he getting into a ball screen? Okay, no, I'm going to hit him with a pass, and then I'm going to come off of it. That ram action can be super, super effective, and obviously nobody does it better than him. Last one for you today. All right, you got a player with the ball at the seam, player without the ball on the other seam, and then you have a player around the, the nail, around the high post area, okay? This is going to be a pass to the high post player followed by a dribble handoff or a handoff from the player on the other side. So if I have the basketball on one seam and it looks like I'm going to pass it to you on the other seam, you're going to step up like you're going to get the pass from me. But instead, player at the high post at the foul line area, they're going to step up and I'm going to hit them with the ball. All right, so now they have the basketball. You've brought your defender up because you thought, or they thought, I should say, that I was going to pass you the basketball. Once I pass the basketball instead to the high post, Now you're coming off of the dribble handoff or the handoff on that side with the big who caught it at the high post at the nail area. If we're running something like this, we clear that whole side out. So if I'm on the left seam and you're on the right seam and we got a player at the high post, we might have two more players on the left side of the court. Maybe it's a simple exchange, wing and corner so that you have a ton of space when you get the handoff. I hit the player at the high post. You do a nice job setting them up, and you come off that handoff, being aggressive to score. You can um, roll to the rim off the handoff. You can follow behind for the player that threw the pass to you. There's some really good three-player actions. I apologize if I – I thought I'd give it a try, honestly. Like the main thing off these actions is that we're going to, you know, put them in – PDF form, and I'll probably even record some video and put it up in the Coach's Edge something as well. But too good not to share as far as working on three-player actions. And 
it's funny with the dribble handoff, we see so much of it happen at the NBA level. Um, but even as a, a person who works from youth level all the way on up, it's really a great starter to teach basketball with as well. Teaching kids to use the handoff. We talk about doing that a lot when players are starting to get in trouble and they don't have anything good to come off the handoff, help your teammate out. So just because I was given some examples of things that the Denver Nuggets are doing with the best player in the world, Jokic, these are actually pretty simple actions that, you know, even in the simplest form, you could get some much, much younger level players to do. And I think be pretty effective because the level of communication, most teams don't have it. Let's be honest. Most teams don't have great communication. And maybe they switch once. Maybe they switch twice, but maybe you read it and you make them pay. Or one player is not supposed to switch. Everybody else is supposed to switch. But they haven't communicated that within their defense. Breaks down. You get an easy basket. So the goal of this isn't so much to give you like these exact actions that I shared as much as is big picture. Think about how as a coach, you may be able to incorporate more three player actions within your team. And the last thing that I'll mention with this is one of the reasons I really like it is because the ball's not sticky. Meaning if I'm holding the basketball and I'm just holding, 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 waiting for everybody else to set their screen, to get into their cut, to get to their spot. These type of actions are pretty fluid. Like the handoff really makes the game more fluid. And so now we combine a different type of screening option beforehand to loosen up the defense, to have to make them think, to be able to, they're forced to communicate. And if they don't do it effectively, we already have a big advantage there. It's more fluid offense than getting into some of the sticky stuff where you hold, you wait, everybody needs in their correct spot. Okay, they came off the screen. Actually, they didn't read it right. Okay, now I pass it to them, but they can't really do anything with it. And so now they're going to hold it. And then I'm going to go off and set a screen. And then hopefully we get that one and read it correctly. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like this is more fluid basketball, um, getting into some of these three-player actions that involve a dribble handoff specifically. So I hope that helps. You want to jump in, coachsedge.coach, see things in more detail, have some of these conversations. Happy to jump on a phone call, email, Zoom call, and um, or even show you on like fast draw of what some of these things might look like. Um, can certainly help the the brain really you know, comprehend some of these movements and actions that we're talking about. Thank you for listening to the Coach's Edge podcast. Get after it today. We'd like to thank our sponsor for this episode, Richardson Automotive of Standish and Gladwin, serving mid-Michigan in the thumb with their big three automotive needs. They have a wide range of products from Chevy, Buick, Ford, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram. And they also have a large selection of pre-owned vehicles with one of the largest selections of trucks in the state. They are sure to fit your needs. Standish and Gladwin are truck country. Richardson Automotive of Standish and Gladwin, they are all about service. And I can tell you firsthand from purchasing a couple different vehicles from Richardson Automotive, they are all about service. Stop in and see them today. They will get you right.